You're listening to In Cahoots, a Mum Heart Australia podcast. I'm Lacey, one of your hosts, and you're about to listen to episode seven in season one. We've got just one episode left, and then we're going to take a short break uh, before we come back in term four with our second season. We wanted to say a big thank you to everyone who's been listening. It has been so encouraging to hear from you. Um, many of you have taken the time to drop us individual notes and it, yeah, is amazing to know that so many of you are listening and enjoying the podcast. It makes it all worth it and we've been having heaps of fun. Hey, just a heads up that the audio on this interview is a little bit softer than we would like it to be. Um, when we recorded it, we didn't notice, but in listening back, we found that it was on the softer side. So... If you're listening to this in a noisy environment, it might be best to stop and come back later um, or pop your earbuds in so that you can hear it a little bit more clearly. Our guest has lots of awesome things to say, so it would be sad to miss out on it. But yeah, just a little warning that the audio is a little bit softer um, than is ideal. Be sure to check the show notes on the episode information and we will get into it. Hi. Hi, Anne. How good to have you and hear about your homeschooling journey oh thank you it's great to be here so we start off each episode just with what we've been doing lately so what have you been doing lately Lacey well I've been sewing which I probably only finish about three or four sewing projects a year I can't rival Karina (laughs) who seems to always be churning out new things and finishing them yes but I enjoy the process too well I enjoy starting them. I'm not yeah. so good at finishing them. <laughs> but what have you been sewing this time? And you've obviously finished something. I have finished something. I'm very proud of myself. Good. <laughs> and I finished two things as well, actually. So that's, you know, half my quota for the year. Done. Well done. Well done. Double bonus points. Well, I had a deadline, which really helped. We had a family wedding over the weekend. And my girls needed new winter dresses anyway, mm-hmm. because they, they really like wearing dresses to church. I'd be happy for them to be a bit more casual but they really like wearing dresses so they needed some winter dresses and we had a wedding so I excuse yeah I sewed them two lovely dresses with long sleeves and nice um, nice long skirts so they just felt like princesses they loved it oh which is always a nice end result of your sewing when your children love it as much as that and want to wear it yes yeah, feeling yeah. of fulfilment as a mum when you've sewn something that your children loved. Yeah, and I had to learn some new techniques for this that I hadn't done mm-hmm. previously. So oh, well that's done. gratifying as well. Yep, yep, well done. Mm. How about you, Anne? Um, well, I was really blessed. I got to welcome my seventh grandchild, mm. um, little Noah Henry, um, and I got to go and stay with her for a week, and I really enjoyed that. So helping this... her to settle into motherhood. Yeah, yeah. that's lovely. <clears throat> is this your daughter having a baby? Yes, my youngest daughter having a baby. So it was my baby girl having a baby. First well. baby? It's her first baby, yes. Oh, yeah, lovely. Yeah. So that was really a really special time. Yeah, it is really yeah. special. Yeah. First yeah. newborn stage is just oh. so beautiful. And it is a really special time of learning to mm. become a mother. And yes. it is yeah, a graduation yeah. into motherhood in a way. That's right. And how special you could be there for your daughter. It was a real privilege. Really enjoyed it. And Were I just you, felt so welcomed. Were you there when the baby was born? As in, um, did you get there before the baby was born or did you come once the baby I came when I went there when she came home from hospital. Okay. But I did go and visit her just after she had him in okay. hospital. Because mm. um, it was at Warwick and I live at Woodcock, so it was a little distance to drive, but it's well worth it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and I'm very blessed that my um, husband is very happy for me to go and stay with my girls when they have their children and he releases me for that week or so, so it's really nice. Wonderful. Yeah, I'll enjoy it. What about you, Karina? My week 
has been very, very busy. We have had lots and lots of visitors, but lots of fun. We've had my girl cousins, like my children's cousin, my sister-in-law came with her daughters. And so it's been a house full of girls, considering I've got three boys and one girl. It's been a bit of a change of, um, a change of dynamics in the household. And then I've also had my mother-in-law come to stay and we've had a 16th birthday party and oh, lots of just lots of people and busyness and it's been wonderful that's mm. great I've just been keeping up churning out the right food for the right um right meals and there's been lots of fun happening in the meantime how do your boys deal with the changing dynamics with all the girls around um they, they just go off and do their own thing really <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like turtles that pull their heads in yes I think so I think so um I, you know when we do things together they enjoy because they're their cousins as well but the girls mm. are the cousins are, are younger than my boy, my older boys anyway so it's kind of is a bit of a different dynamic there that the older boys really just go and do their own thing and let the girls you know do their crafting and lettering and um oh they went a trip to office works was like the big excitement of these girls oh, goodness. day to buy some beautiful pens so well, yeah. office works hurts my wallet I oh, <laughs> go in so going to spotlight yeah yeah, spotlight bunnings. Well. yeah. <laughs> i love bunnings too <laughs> yes yeah there are some stores like that kmart is another one yes yeah office works i, I think i'm gonna buy some pencils and it's really easy to just rack up $70 worth yes, of stationery. Absolutely, yes. And it was the one, one 12-year-old cousin who, it was her first trip to Officeworks ever. So she was just, could oh, not wow. believe the range of pens and <laughs> pencils that was in her element, just choosing a couple. That is really fun. Mm, yes. So, Anne, before we get into all of our questions for you, maybe you could start by telling us a little bit about your family. Okay, um... I married my husband when I was 18. Um, we were married within 10 months of meeting each other. Um, mm. So it wasn't love at first sight, but we certainly fell in love fairly quickly afterwards. Um, we have eight beautiful children. We had three boys first, then three girls. So we had our Brady Bunch for a while. Mm -hmm. And then God challenged me to have another two children. So, well, one at a time. <laughs> um, <laughs> no twins in there? They're all no. single? That's right, they yeah. are all single, um, and I finished with two boys, and I'm so glad I had two boys to finish with. Mm. Yeah, okay. so, yeah. And have you homeschooled all the way through? I haven't homeschooled the whole way through. I've been doing it for the um, last 20 years, and I've done it on and off before that. Um, they did go to a few other Christian schools as we moved around, because we sort of moved every two years until we settled in this house, and we've been there for 20 years. I've been married just over 35 years now. Okay, well done. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is quite an achievement, really. It is. Yes, yeah. And what about yourself? How? Tell us a bit more about you as a person. Okay. Um, well, one thing I've, I've always known I've wanted to be a mother, right from the word go. I knew I wanted to be a mother. So if someone asked me what I want to be, besides being a mother, I didn't really know after that. Mm -hmm. But I did know what I didn't want to be, and that was to be a teacher. So <laughs> that has, has been a real challenge for me to, um, I guess, surrender that and um, be obedient mm -hmm. to um, be a teacher. And sometimes it's harder to be one with your loved ones. It's easier to do it for someone else's kids than for mm. your own for some reason. I'm a, very, I'm a person who loves to be productive, so I can set some pretty high goals for myself. But I have found as I've got older and as time goes on, I really have to let a lot of that go. So that has been something I've learned. Um, I love gardening. I love sewing. Um, I love cooking. I love horse riding. 
I'm a jack of all trades type of person, but I wouldn't right. say I'm master of any of them. <laughs> okay, lots of interests and lots of things you love. And horse yeah. riding, do you have your own horses? I do have my own horse. Oh, nice. But, um, I haven't actually ridden her yet. Okay, right. <laughs> I just own her. So is she, she new? Um, she was my daughter's, and when my daughter got married, um, she asked if I wanted her, and so I bought her. She's beautiful. I do plan to ride her in the next couple of weeks, so oh, good. I'm ready to do it. Yeah, great. How good to keep up, uh, you know, or to revisit uh, something like horse riding. Yeah. Um, obviously something you, you did well, Something I did as age. a youngster. I, I would ride before I went to school. So yeah. sometimes I'd be up at five in the morning and I just loved horse riding. And I loved that. But my horses were my friends. Mm. So I loved them. I would. Still do. It's such an interesting hobby and something that a lot of people don't obviously have access to do. Because mm. yeah. you have to have requirements to, to, to have the land to start yeah, with. Yeah, that's right. And we're very blessed we do. Yeah. Very, very blessed. Yeah, great. Yeah. So do you have a property or just acreage? Well, we're on 40 acres and yeah. we have some other land available. We have been renting this place for 20 years and that in itself is a miracle how we came across that. Mm-hmm. <coughs> We'd been renting um, a place that was a three bedroom and at that time I had six children and a boarder. Yeah. So that was really interesting. <laughs> yes. And then um, I just prayed one day, God, you know, I want a place that's 40 acres, it's got two dams, um, four bedrooms, a study and a schoolroom and I laid out all these things that I wanted and then as I'm driving, like, oh God, I'm sorry about this, you know, I'm just asking to rent this, you know, and left it at that. Within the week, my husband rang me up and he said, he used to sell accident insurance, he says, oh, I found a place for us. And I said, really? <laughs> and he started to tell me about it. I could not believe it. It had everything I asked for down to stables, four stables, well, it has four doors, three stables, but four doors. Yeah. Um, Chook pens, dog kennels, um, car accommodation, a shed, two dams, 40 acres, oh, wow. um, cattle yards. Um, I wanted two toilets, so I've got three, and <laughs> just so much more. A fire, open fireplace, a firebox, you name it, I've got it, and I've had it for 20 years. Wow. The rent's only changed once, and it's just been amazing. It can only be a God thing. Wow, how great. Mm. It is amazing. Mm. So you have then been, I think you said homeschooling for 20 years and a little bit on and off before that. Yes. Obviously, your role would have changed a lot from when you first started. And now, am I right in thinking you've still got two children at home? Is that right? That's right. How old are they? One's 15, just about to turn 16, and the other one's 12, 12 and a half. Okay. So they're still schooling with you? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've just mentioned you have grandchildren and adult Mm -hmm. children. So, uh, yeah, I'm curious, how does that work for you? Because you're obviously trying to fill a few different roles there, parent to adult children, grandparent, and parent to, and teacher to, yeah. to kids who are still at home. Mm. I think I would crack under that pressure. <laughs> How do you go? Well, it has been an interesting journey, and I have to admit I wasn't probably doing a good job of it at one time. Um, I probably was concentrating on my adult children too much. And one thing we haven't mentioned, which I think is important and I really neglected and it suffered until a little bit ago, was my um, husband-wife relationship. Mm. That's probably something we really need to nurture more than anything else. It's the greatest gift we can give our children is to have a good relationship. And that's what you've got. When your children are grown up and left home, mm. you need to have a solid relationship still when there's no distraction of your children. Exactly. And I greatly neglected that. So it was not good at all. Um, probably the ones that yelled the most got the attention was probably my eldest adult children. Yeah, okay. Um, going, you know, 
preparing to get married because six are married now it's a little bit easier because they're starting their own lives mm-hmm. um i think coming back i really had to seek god on this because i was getting overwhelmed because i wanted to be everything to all of them i wanted to be the best grandma that there ever was mm. i wanted to be the best mother law mother-in-law there ever was and i guess i was a bit prideful and a bit selfish and um and then my youngest ones were suffering and then I, I just cried out to him one day and I said, God, what is it? How am I meant to do this? I just can't do it. And he says, well, you know, I've called you to be a mother first and you're meant to look after these ones mm. and enjoy that journey. Don't let it go because you won't get it back again. Mm. You know, this time you'll never have back again. So enjoy this journey. So I've really taken that time out to do it. And I think I've been more energised and um, empowered with doing this and I actually have more time than I realised to really <laughs> invest into the others as well. But yeah. it's better. Well, I suppose the time is, is more controlled. Um, it's not just lots of bits and pieces. It's more of a... Con- What's the word I'm looking for? Um, is this for the what you give to your to adult the others. children? Yes. It's, yeah. it's more quality time. Yes. Yeah. It's more quality what I have with each of them rather than just trying to spread myself over them. So, yeah. I So... I'm now spending a lot more time with the ones I have at home. We're starting to climb tabletop and we're doing a few things together that we're really investing into each other. Is that the type of things that you would have done with your older children when they were these teenage years as well? Like your older boys, you mentioned climbing tabletop. Yeah, no. I wouldn't have done that with the first few um, because I was still really busy with the babies. Yes, yes. Um, So it's sort of different. I'm really enjoying it. So you're parenting... Two teenage boys at home, but probably in quite a different way than you did the older boys because you don't have the younger children, but you've got the added dimension of grandparenthood. Yes. So it is actually quite a different way of parenting them. For certain, yes. Mm. Uh, Have you found yourself needing, or, or how have you gone with needing to reinvent yourself and keep fresh and new like obviously 20 years is a long time and parenting for longer than that but homeschooling for 20 years have you struggled with keeping fresh for these younger boys absolutely um i have to be careful i don't even look at how old i'm going to be when i finish schooling because that can overwhelm me sometimes as (laughs) well i think coming back to knowing i'm doing what god wants me to do and take the time to enjoy the journey as i go um, that I am fulfilling my purpose here on this earth. My purpose was to come down and be a mother, homeschool my children until their time is up. And then if I need to be there for them when they want to homeschool theirs, to do that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my thing to purpose here on this earth. So I think I, I love it that I am doing that. Um, and to also um, know that I'm making that decision, I'm doing it. And, to, mm. and because I've chosen to do it, I then can take ownership of it. And love the journey. Yep. Yeah. Yes, and I suppose the children are different, so the stages of life are different just by nature of the different dynamics and personalities of your children. Uh, that's right, yes, mm. for certain. Very different. I know you. another thing we had talked about is that you, in your family, don't necessarily do a lot of books or reading or reading aloud, mm. which is, in homeschooling circles, seems to be almost a prerequisite or certainly a... Um, something that's seen as a good thing to do to be a good homeschooler in a lot of circles you know you'd read aloud or your kids read books or you read books 
But I know in your family that's not necessarily been the way you've done it or something you've enjoyed. Tell us about the reading aspect of your household. <laughs> it has been a tricky part because a lot of families I know, they do, and they're really very um, well-read mm -hmm. literature-wise. And we, I've joined a co-op and so we've been doing Shakespeare, some Shakespeare, and it's been good for my 12-year-old to be doing this because I don't do this. Mm -hmm. I've never done it, so I actually enjoyed the class myself and learnt something too, which mm -hmm. I'd never done. It has been hard because if you want, if you can compare yourself at times, which I think we all fall into that trap of comparing, I could feel like I was a bit of a failure to my children because I wasn't reading out aloud. The thing is, I don't like reading out aloud. So and when I tried to do it, it was forced and it wasn't enjoyed. Mm. So I figured, well, that's not my gifting. Yeah. And the whole point of homeschooling is to be working with our gifts um, and what their gifts are. And my children are very hands-on type of children and um, love doing hands-on things. So. Yes. I guess we just work in different ways. As long as I felt they knew how to research things and get the general knowledge they needed, mm -hmm. then um, they were educated. <laughs> yep. Yes, so being widely read is not something that you you let go, that that, that wasn't one of your criterias for being a no, successful homeschooler. Because it end. would become a stress mm. um, and it just wasn't enjoyed and no one wanted to do it. And even if you made them do something, they weren't learning anything from it anyway. So, And like you said, if you don't enjoy reading loud yourself, you're not going to create that bonding experience, mm. which a lot of families do get by reading aloud together. Right. Everyone, you know, you're here yes. cosy on the couch and yes. it is quite a yes. family bonding time between the parent and children. But if you're not going to get that, mm. it's just... You Sally Clarkson, she did it, her family, and then yes. they'd be acting it and everything. I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I really am a failure. We don't do any of these things. And, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I like your perspective, though, of having now having graduated children and you can kind of yeah. speak with a bit of a, you know, reflective perspective that mm. it's okay to be who you are and not try and be just because that works for another family mm -hmm. that's hard in practice to have that perspective when you're actually going through it sometimes isn't mm. it but yeah you know, oh, well, I might be destroying my children if I don't <laughs> you know do I all that them. yes <laughs> Um, but no, that's yeah. a really good perspective to have and yeah. to, for us going through the trenches as mm. well to um, keep in mind that mm. do what works for us and our family and our children mm. and us as teachers too. Mm. Yeah, I think God it was so beautifully um, whispered into my ear one time when I was going through a really sorry moment for myself. And he says, look, Anne, I've only ever asked you to do what you can do. And he says, mm. and I'll take care of the rest. You know, if... And I would never need him if I was completely able to do everything. Mm. Um, but I've got to have weaknesses, and I've got many of them, believe you me. <laughs> but, you know, in those weaknesses, he becomes my strength because I have to depend on him. I can't depend on myself. Mm. And so I think that's why we have come out the other side because I have cried out to him a lot, and I just know it can't be me. And I don't want to ever be in that place where I can depend on myself or something anyway because then I'm going to leave him out, and I don't want to ever leave him out. Mm. What a disgusting person we would be if we could get to the end of the homeschool years and feel like, I did it. I did everything mm. my kids needed. Yeah. I made sure that they got every little, mm. you know, bit that I could give them, and I 
did it. You know, yes. what, a, what a horrible person that would be. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be her friend. <laughs> no. no. When you say it like that, it does. It, how self-centered is that? But we do try. Oh, we yeah. do. Yes. We're so aware of the things that we're not giving our children. Yes. Sometimes it's so good to um, switch that around and say, what am I actually giving them? What do we do well in our family? Like you do hands-on things well mm. in your family mm. and your children obviously respond to that. Yes. We can focus on what we don't do all too yes. easily, mm. but just taking that time and saying, actually, mm. look at what is working in our mm. homeschool, in our family life, in our mm. children, mm. in our own life. Yeah. It's so valuable. And for each of us as mothers, you know, God has handpicked us for our children. Mm. He did give, did not give me um, children that delved into literature and were really academic because I'm not that. Mm. But he'll give it to someone else who is that way. Yep. He's given me children that suit who I am and I suit them. I'm the perfect mother for my children. And I believe that for each mother. Yep. They've got to believe that they are perf- the perfect mother for that child that she has she's been handpicked mm. you know I, I can just see god holding this baby now who am i going to pick down there for this to be the mother for this precious little one i love so much and i can just see him looking down there she is yes she's the one and yeah. that's how i see it and i think well i've been chosen and i'm yes. the right mother and i'm not a failure yep yep so be yourself in your giftings mm, and yeah. that's what you is required of you. Yeah. What does that hands-on bent actually practically look like? You said that, yeah, you don't like doing the reading aloud. So what mm. have you built your family culture around? Then? Real life living. Knowing how to maintain a home, knowing how to cook, how to um, do the outside things that need to be done. The boys learn how to maintain a car, how to look after a car. They all know how to change tyres. I probably need to learn that one. <laughs> I don't know that myself too well. I think take initiative um, when you get into a situation that requires you to think on the run, you know, that they can work things out. Um, yeah. Just be someone that someone would like to hire. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at the life skills. Mm. But you obviously also supplement with, you said you are part of a co-op that was doing Shakespeare, so you obviously utilise other um, opportunities in the community to fill gaps that you can't do yourself as well, I guess. Yeah. Or This year I have, for uh-huh. certain, and I've really enjoyed it. Yep. Um, we have looked at people in the, um, like in our church. Um, he's an old farmer, but he's really good at working on vehicles and things like that. One yes. of my sons, who now wants to be a diesel mechanic, he spent quite some time with him and he's loved it mm. and learned a lot. And he'll ring him up and say, oh, I'm working on such and such. I was just wondering what to do here. I can't quite work it out and they converse and it's just been really good. Older members of the community are just mm. wonderful how they love sharing their knowledge and passion with children that are interested and yes. show initiative too. Yes. That showing initiatives a really important yeah. skill for kids to learn That's for right. us to demonstrate to them too. Yeah. And what an amazing thing to be able to develop a relationship like that with an older adult mm-hmm. out of your own desire to know something and to want to interact with them rather yeah. than something that's forced on yes. you. I just yeah, There's probably not many teenagers in a school system who are developing a relationship with an adult like that. Mm. No, that's right. Yeah. yeah. My son, just like last night we were at a party and um, was talking to an older man about keeping bees because... We were visiting some friends who 
a 90-year-old friend of our family and was keeping bees. So my son now is hunting out all these older men, <laughs> retired men who are beekeepers, to yeah. find out as much information as he can because he wants he's saving up for his own hive. Oh, so it's, it's that's just, so cool. It is, isn't yeah. it? I love seeing that the way that yeah. there's a reason for an 11-year-old and a mm. retired man to mm. converse. And it's such a lovely relationship they build. And really gratifying for those adults as well, I think. Yeah. yeah, it must be a bit galling to get to that stage in life and have so much life experience to pass on, and no one wants to hear from you. Yeah. Everyone's off coding or don't yeah. do yeah. what you know. That's right, computer in front of their face or yeah. something. Yeah, I think yes. that's yeah, think so rewarding for both ends of that relationship. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think with homeschooling, they don't have the trouble with conversing with other people. They think that's going to be an issue, but. It's never been in our family. <laughs> no. Yes, I, I agree with that. And they talk, I think, really well with all ages, not just their own peers. They're really good at being able to talk yeah. with any age. Which is the real life learning. They've been part mm. of the community. They've been part of everything you've been yeah. doing. So they've yeah. been beside you when you've been doing the grocery shopping. or yeah. And they get very involved in the church too and doing things. Yes. Being on the sound or on the music and yes. um, serving. It's really good. Mm. Good learning. What are some of the things that you look back on now? I know that you're not quite finished homeschooling, but you've mm-hmm. had, you know, you've got more behind you than ahead of you. Yes. What are the, some of the things that you look back on and think, oh, I'm just so glad we did that. That was a real win. I'm really glad that we made the effort as family to do things, be it play games or have special family meals. Mm-hmm. Um, because um, we were all one wage earning family and a large family, we didn't have a big budget. So we would do our takeaway meals at home. And would buy the chips and the dim sims and the whatnot, and then they'd come in and order it, and would wrap it up in packages, and then they'd go and sit in the lounge room, and and we had. So these are the things my kids remember, and it's about connecting, um, really developing a relationship with each of our children and knowing them. I'm so glad we made the effort to do that, and not be worried about trying to earn more money and. have more things. Mm-hmm. That's not the important thing, and we've found that our kids remember that fondly. So, I'm um, just making that time to connect. The simple things that yes. create the memories. Yes, you don't need a lot of other people or outside no. things to do that. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Before we started recording, you were just mentioning a book that you'd read about having a connection with your kids. Do you want to yes. tell us a little bit more about that? It's been a while since I've read it, but I had a quick look at it last night. It's, you probably have heard it, um, Loving Your Kids on Purpose um, by Danny Silk. And he talks about having that heart connection with your children. It's not about teaching your children um, to be obedient. Often that happens through when you're around or someone's observing. You want them to do it for another reason, that they um, don't want to hurt you. That And I guess introduce, that they have a relationship with Jesus, so there's more than just doing the right thing. Um, the book is Loving Your Kids on Purpose by Danny Silk and he just talks about um, having a heart connection with your children and so that just really um, helped us understand um, why that was important. We were doing something we didn't know was really important. Um, and so you were doing it yourself as yeah. parents already and that just confirmed that this was a, a good way of parenting. That's right, the parenting mm. style. Yes, that's it. And, um, yeah, it's not just about being obedient and teaching your children to be obedient because often they'll only do that when you're around or mm. when they're being observed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's, yeah, it's just a good way. It's a good book to read, a good read. You want them to have that intrinsic desire to do 
what is right, whether mum's going to see me get me in trouble. Yeah, Yeah, it's a heart thing. I really liked that book. I read it not too long ago, but the main takeaway for me was that um, we want our children to interact with us the same way they interact with us as the way that they'll feel about God. So we don't want to do mm-hmm. the right or the wrong thing because we feel God's going to punish us or reward us, mm-hmm. but because we honour and value God and who he is and we want to honour our connection with him. So we don't sin or do wrong things because he's the most important relationship in our life and we want our decisions to come out of that. And so your parenting is is meant to reflect that. Exactly. So that's I it. think that's what yes, you're saying. Thank you, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah, that's it. It's a great book. Mm, it is okay. a good book. Yeah. Another one to add to my reading list. Oh, it's it an easy read, thank goodness. Oh, good. Oh, good. So, Anne, you've been homeschooling for 20 years. You've got graduated children, so it almost seems a bit funny to come back to this. But can you reflect on why you started homeschooling in the first place? Because you said your children actually started going to school mm-hmm. and there was a bit of off and on homeschooling school. Yes. What prompted your decision? Tell us about the early time. Well, it was just something God really asked me, challenged me to do, and I didn't want to to start with, but um, in the end, I surrendered to it because I love to have that peace. Mm-hmm. I just knew it was something God wanted me to do. I loved my children so much that I wanted the best for them, and I wanted them to be able to learn at their pace. In school, we were coming home with a lot of homework because they hadn't got it done while in class, so then they'd get home at four o'clock and have to start doing that day's work because it wasn't done. Mm -hmm. And I didn't like that for them because it made the days so long. So I loved them that much that I wanted them to be able to have the opportunity to learn at their pace. And I also wanted them to be able to develop their skills. You know, the school can only do so much because there's only so much time, but I wanted to be able to concentrate and be able to develop their skills that God has put within them so that they can learn also their identity and who they are and that they have a purpose mm. and the other thing is I chose to do it in the end I think if I by me making that decision that I was going to do it I then was going to see it through yes so did that come when you started homeschooling when you moved here or did that decision come prior and going to school was just a something you had to do in the various locations you were doing um, I think I wanted to put them into schools in the various locations because I deep down didn't want to homeschool because, as yep. I said, I didn't want to be a teacher. Yes, right. So I was being a bit selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we moved into this house where we are, I also knew I was to be homeschooling and it was time for me to take on that mantle yep. to homeschool and see it through. And it wasn't just for now. It was through. For the long term then. Yeah, that's when for you... the, all the way. Yeah. So, um, made that decision within yeah. yourself and obviously with your husband very supportive absolutely the whole yes. way through we haven't Certainly. really mentioned him much but no. he's been right we're, there we're with a you team. the whole way we work together yeah. yeah we're a team yeah great so i'm really glad i've done it and i have to keep remem- going through that at times to realign me uh, that i've made this choice and then i'm fine and i love it again and just mm. yeah and remembering our reasons why and mm. our purpose it does really help when the days get very long and you wonder why on earth I'm doing this. It would be so much easier to just get rid of the kids and send them in school sometimes. You have those thoughts. Yeah. That remembering the purpose and the reasons mm. why you began yeah. really helps change your perspective and give you the right frame of mind again. That's mm. right. Realigns you. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Well, we always finish up with a couple of quick uh, 
questions. So you mentioned before that you were really glad that you, you know, made special family meals and did your takeout nights and things like that. I mm. want to know because, oh my goodness, I have so much trouble finding meals that my kids will enjoy. <laughs> so tell me, what's a favourite family meal that you guys have enjoyed time and time again through the years? Well, I do love roast dinners. <laughs> but yeah. For some reason, my children love roast dinners when I make them. Um, but Any we, particular type of roast? Probably lamb roast is our favourite. Okay. Yes. Um, and we also like pasta meals, probably. Yeah, we enjoy pastas. Yep. Um, with garlic bread. With garlic. Lo- love garlic bread. <laughs> Maybe that's where I'm going wrong. <laughs> yeah. More garlic bread. More garlic bread. I remember yeah. roast meals as always being the, the family connection. If yeah. When we had left home, mum would always do a roast meal when the yeah. family was coming home. So to yeah. me, I have child or adult memories of mum's roast meals. Yeah. <laughs> Probably similar to your adult children, I guess. Yeah. I really like doing roasts because once you get everything in, you have so much time to then clean up and get everything prepared. Mm. And, and you can prepare it beforehand too, a roast dinner That's as well. Right. That's yes. right. Great for guests, great yeah. for visitors because it's all done in advance. Yeah, and it's just true. that it's that timing right at the end where you've got to pull the meat out and let it rest to do the gravy and steam the greens. That's you've got it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the but it's well the worth it when you hear them enjoy it. Yeah, mm. that's yes. true. Yeah. And last question, Anne. You've got a wealth of experience. What would you say is the best homeschooling advice you've received or what homeschooling advice would you give to someone starting out or with young children? Um, it was a while ago when I heard this. Um, we can get so caught up with what we teach our children, but what do you remember and what do you use today with what you learnt when you went to school? And so then... Is it such a big thing with what we teach them now? To tick all the academic subject That's boxes right. isn't necessary. And these great achievements that we think need to be achieved. But, it, yeah, so I think remembering, well, what did I learn when I went to school and what am I using of that now? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just I think thinking about what they need to have for when they're older, what they're going to take with them yep. and concentrate on that. That really hits home when you go to teach your children something that you've learnt and then you remember that you've forgotten it. Mm. I've just tried to start teaching my daughter long division. I just thought, I would not have used long division Mm. once in the years since I finished school. I mean, Mm -hmm. I didn't didn't, um, pursue any sort of career that involved any maths. Yes. But um, it just kind of seems like an obsolete skill Mm -hmm. um, in the life that I'm living. Yeah. And when, yeah, when she struggled with it, I actually found it quite easy to say, okay, let's move on because <laughs> you're probably never going to need to do this. And if you do, you will learn it very quickly as an adult if you exactly. need, the, yes. need to learn it later. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It takes a little bit of pressure off if you can say, okay, we'll just maybe we'll revisit this later. And if you get it, that's great. And if you don't, yeah. who needs long division anyway? So that's think right. about what's important for your child and what you think is going to equip them. And then help them to be equipped with it. And each child will um, be different in that, yeah. with their own interests and desires for their future life. And we're in partnership with the Holy Spirit. We're not doing this on our own. So we seek that with him as well. You know, mm. what is it that this child needs? Um, another re- really good book I've read is um, The Power of a Praying Parent by Stormy Amart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like um, being able to intentionally pray for my child in certain areas. 
and that's a really helpful book. There's 31 prayers, meaning one for each day of the month, yeah. and there's a testimony and then a prayer to go with it for that particular category that she chooses. And so, you know, praying for that child um, and their needs and just how can I equip my child and prepare him mm -hmm. or her for their life ahead what and then work need. towards that. Yeah, and right. that's what it's about. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, I think we're almost out of time, but it's been <laughs> so fun. I feel like we could keep talking and I've you've just got so much information and wonderful wisdom. perspective on viewing life kind of looking back and saying mm. how what's worked I like your perspective on the way you view, you know looking at your life and thank you and that's great yeah I'm really enjoying the um, encouragement to let go of some things and not feel like mm. you've got to do everything mm. I think that you know I'm still right at the beginning of my homeschooling yeah. arc and that's certainly a challenge for me at the moment so yeah I've really benefited from that so thanks Anne oh thank you for having me I've really enjoyed it it's been great having you join us today whether you've been doing the dishes folding the laundry or maybe even getting some exercise thanks for sharing this time with us to find us online you can search for mum heart australia for our website our facebook or instagram feel free to leave us any questions or comments and maybe you could share this episode with a friend if you think that they might be encouraged by it thanks for being in cahoots with us today hello Anne.